Okay. Yeah, I'm just trying. I'm trying to think what the episode. No, oh, it's thirteen. Okay, I was trying to th- think of the episode. Anime Freaks thirteen, right? Yeah, because the last one was yeah. twelve. Yeah. And I still have the image in the chat. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back again to Anime Freaks, episode 13. Lucky number 13. Lucky for, well, maybe not so lucky for the Gamelons, and, but lucky for the Star Force. As we, uh, as this time, well, on a sad note, we're going to be, this is going to be our last Star Blazers episode for a while, as we're going to wrap up season one. And with me for this is, as always, Mr. Mr. Gene Gene, the podcasting machine. How's it going, Gene? Uh, going pretty good. It's uh, it's going to be interesting episode because it's not... We had a couple very action-packed ones last time. We got a little more drama going in on this time. Oh, yeah. Yes. Drama, drama, drama. There, but there's some explosions. in. The oh, sp- yeah. There's some decent, very nice explosions. Yeah. Um, there's there's all kinds of... Uh, Flat-bound and in-space explosions. <laughs> yeah. we Yeah, we get to see... Uh, we You know, we're going to be on it... Iskandar, and uh, where there's the, uh, you know, we're going to see the Candy Crush City. Uh, what was that? Diamond City or whatever? Wait, no, that's Fallout 4. Sorry. I'm getting I'm getting my genres confused. Ah! Well, that's because I played a couple hours of uh, Fallout 4 today. Ah, that, yeah, that would do it. <laughs> I had to do it while the wife and son weren't home. Aha. But anyway, this is not, I, I do video games on a different podcast, not here, so enough of that. Although I, I keep seeing references on that Cosmo DNA site to the PlayStation game for Star Wars, oh. I'm gonna have to try and find that thing. You still have a PlayStation? I have a PlayStation Three. Yeah, is it for a PlayStation Three though? I, no, I think it's for PlayStation One. But their PlayStation Three is backwards compatible to PlayStation One. Oh, but it, what about the? Um, I thought there was a thing with the coding for different regions. I have no idea. Yeah, I no, think I, that was. I haven't even attempted to look for the thing. No, no, no. I'm I I because I, I vaguely remember back in the day when I had a PlayStation. Like I don't know if it matters now, but I know there was something. There was like, like you couldn't play games from Japan directly on like an American sold like a North American sold unit. I could be completely talking out my butt. Um, I'm not 100 percent sure, and I think it was that way with some. I don't know if it was that way with DVDs. I think, yeah, I think for a while there it was like that with DVDs. Yeah. Uh, well, I know, I like, I still can't, I can't play a British DVD in my DVD player because exactly, of yeah, the regions, yeah. But I guess that wouldn't matter with videotapes. Nope, that should nope. just be a mechanical thing, just reading, reading the head, you know, of mechanical, you know, reading with uh, a piece yeah, of magnetic tape. Yeah, because there's no, there's way, no way, to way to really encode anything, I guess, other than the the information, but. It's yeah, uh, science, science, <laughs> blah 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 blah. 
I know not of your science that you speak of. It confuses me. <laughs> just a simple, just a simple caveman lawyer. Fire and your technology frightens me. And that's Phil Hartman. If anybody doesn't know what that is, go look up Saturday Night Live caveman lawyer. <laughs> So, and we have any new anime news uh, or watching anything new? I, once again, am a horrible anime host as I have not watched anything new. Oh, well, I've watched quite a bit, actually, it turns out. Uh, I got back on the the Crunchyroll bandwagon, and I tried a couple episodes of a a series called Broken Blade, Hmm. which is, uh, it's about, it's, it's essentially about mech warriors, uh, but the way this is set up is the people of this area, uh, planet, whatever it is, have they have the inbred ability to control quartz, uh, like crystals and oh, so quartz. Forth. Oh, okay, quartz. Yeah. I thought you said quartz as in like judges and lawyers. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Q, not C. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> uh, so they they just refer to this as magic. And that's what they use to power everything, including their mechs and their weapons and all that. Well, there's this one guy who's a throwback. He has no magical ability at all. And they discover this mech, which none of them can figure out how to operate it. Well, it turns out it's a super ancient mech that runs on a regular electrical self-regenerating power system. and... Right, and it's like well, it's like touchscreen uh, controls, it, it, but it's in an ancient language, English, that none of them can read, and he's just kind of blundering through. And, but this is this thing is so powerful that it just wipes the floor with everything else. But he's the only one that has figured out how to use it. Gotcha. Now I'm only two episodes in, but it's, it's a very very good show. It's it's not very few comedy beats in here. It's it's about you know it's a wartime show, and it's it's really good. Uh, Comedy-wise, though, I saw an episode of... It's called Momo Kion Sword. Hmm. Uh, the best way to describe it is pure fan service. And I'll, I think I can sum it up in, in this way. Uh, the heroine is a, a girl that was born out of a giant peach that was floating down the river. And the opening narration to the first episode describes, you know, how she grew up and everything and ends with, and eventually she grew two giant peaches of her own. (laughs) So that pretty much tells you all you need to know about this series. Many, many boob jokes. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. I didn't get that at first. Uh Uh, I did. I rewatched another uh, episode of the original Gatchaman just because it's on Hulu. So I kind of have to. And... I found on YouTube someone has put up the first four episodes of Space Battleship Yamato 2199. Ooh, how long till that gets taken down? I don't know. It's been up there for a while, for oh. at least a month. Quick, quick, send me the link. Because <laughs> I'm a sponger. Yeah, it's a. Um, it's interesting because it's not um, not the highest quality, but it is the for complete episodes. Mm. So it's. I mean, it, it's good for the uh, the people that aren't going to shell out the money to actually buy the the imported DVDs and and whatnot. So it's I I was able to to appreciate it very well, even with the the lower quality of it. But that's all the anime I have been watching. Ah, well, I mean. Uh... Maybe a touch on some old anime. I was cleaning up a few things here in uh, the garage, uh, and 
I found uh, well, actually, we were cleaning out my son's room. Okay. And um, in there, mixed with his stuff, there was a Star Blazers videotape. Now, this this was the first round of tapes that I bought uh, before um, I bought the full thirteen set. Okay. Uh, which I'm trying to look for the company. Oh, okay. This this other one was distributed by Voyager in inter- Entertainment. I'm reading the back. Yes, this was like an official one. This other one was put out by a company called Kidmark Inc. Huh. Now the cover is different. Uh, maybe later I'll see if I can. Like when the e- episode goes up, I'll see if I can. I'll either take a picture or uh, with a comparison of the two. But I picked this up and I looked at the cover and I I had never noticed the cover on this Kidmark one because it has Derek Wildstar and behind him is like some. It, it's him. And two women uh, standing behind him. He's got his arm raised, like pointing out to the distance, but he's actually holding a gun. Mm-hmm. And behind him are two women that look like Nova. Okay. But neither of them is wearing Nova's outfit. One looks like she's wearing like a white 70s leisure suit safari outfit. Huh. And I'm assuming that is the actual Nova. Okay. And she's kind of like oh, behind Derek's. Uh, it would be because he's pointing off to the uh, on the cover. He's pointing off to the to the right. So she's behind his left shoulder as you're looking at him, and um, she's looking over his shoulder, and she's standing with a gun like pointed off to the to to the left. Like she's you know she's not pointing in the same direction as he is. So they're covering both arcs. Okay. Yeah, but they're both looking in the same direction. Hmm. It would have been better if she was looking in where she's pointing her gun. You know, just for safety reasons. And and it's not really a, you know, it's not really a gun I recall seeing in um, in in Star Blazers with that the Star Force had. Now, he's in his Star Force, his regular Wildstar out, um, uniform. Right. Uh, but but like I said, she's completely in something different Then the other woman that would be uh, who's kind of set back away for a little bit fur- farther away. And her head would be kind of under his armpit where he's pointing out with his arm. She's dressed in like a blue flight suit. And I think that is supposed to be um, uh, Trelana. No, Trelana. No, that's from the second one. Uh, what was the Starsha's sister, Astra. The one that, oh. the one that crashed and uh, the, the one that uh, they found on, on Mars. On Mars. I think that's yeah. who that's supposed to be. At least as far as I know, because I was really confused. I'm like, who? I'm like, who are these people? And then, because the two women look alike, that's when I'm like, all right, one has to be Nova and one has to be Astra, but she's not. That just is not because Nova's not in her her nurse's uniform, her mm-hmm. nightgown, her flight suit. It's a completely different set of clothing. <laughs> so I was just like, what the heck? Because then when you get to the other series, I have which is Star Blazer Series 1, put out by Voyager, its front cover is uh, the Argo flying away from the Earth. And it, But a, what's weird is that this Earth is actually blue. Oh. Although they could be flying away from Iskandar. It's hard to hold on. Let me look up here. Yeah, you know what? They could be flying away from Iskandar. There, uh, so it's a lot of blue then? Yes, yes. There's a lot of blue because I don't see a lot of land. So okay. so that's... that's uh, It was just weird that I, I, I had... F- forgotten i had this other tape and if anybody is interested in going out and buying this tape don't because <laughs> because the quality sucks that's probably from what i remember that's why i never bought any others because when i first put it in the quality was so the transfer was so dark 
that you had to actually like brighten up the brightness on the TV to even really see the picture. Oh. And then the later ones um, is uh, the later version I have is much better. And of course now you can just find it on YouTube or Crunchyroll or Hulu or wherever the hell you want to find it. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe we should have a uh, win. Doctor Bill's crap. <laughs> to come up with some contest or because my wife would love for me to get this stuff out of here <laughs> i bet she would yeah so so yeah that's that's it was just a little interesting thing that i stumbled across hmm. and i'm sure for different um probably there's probably been different uh transfers for many different anime series over the years and this is just one that i stumbled across yeah well it's one of those that like I remember, the I got the series one tapes back when I was in college, and it was one of those things that we were in a comic book store that had some VHS in it, and I just stumbled across like three tapes. I wait, Star Blazers? I must have this. Yeah. So it's it it back in the the day when you had to go and find these things, and you really couldn't comparison shop all that much. No, yeah, there was the only way I think I were one of our first episodes we talked about. I found them when they were there was like 13 tapes in a first volume. You had two episodes per tape Mm. and it took me forever to track all those down. I had to go to different video stores and malls. And and then then for a few like a year or two, there was an actual anime store buried over in Tampa that I (laughs) went and 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 that's where I bought the other two sets. Um the uh, series two and three in like the six, the six videotape set because it has multiple, you know, more than two two episodes per um, tape. So right, <laughs> yep. So yeah, that's the only um, kind of newish anime because, uh, like I said earlier, I've been playing Fallout Four and I was watching Daredevil and trying to keep up on current shows that are coming out. So I am a bad host. I'm... <laughs> Well, it, I just happened to stumble into some time that I was able to watch stuff. So it's mm. yeah, it, it's more luck on my part that I was able to do anything. <laughs> well, uh, I believe uh, believe we might have some email this time. Well, yes, yes, we do. We have two emails, uh, both of them from our good buddy and former guest on this show, and soon to be guest again, Mr. Luke Jacanetti. Uh, the first one is called Death Note Omega Collection on Blu-ray Disc. And he writes, Freaks! Hey guys, just thought you and the listeners might be interested in this. Funimation is releasing the complete series of Death Note for the first time on Blu-ray this March. Or last month, as we record this. Whoops. <laughs> there are two editions. The first is the standard edition, containing all 37 episodes over five discs, MSRP $55. But the one which most people will be excited about, I think, is the Omega Edition, which contains all 37 episodes, plus the two feature films, and a 64-page book, including the original manga pilot for the series. This one retails at $69.99. Details are from Sci-Fi Japan, which is scifijapan.com. Either one of these looks like a good pickup for Death Note fans. Thanks, and keep up with the saucer-eyed chicks and speed lines, Luke. (laughs) Uh, I have not seen Death Note, so I don't know if that's worth the the buy or not. But anyone out there that knows, there's your info. Well, well, let's say it was uh, 
well, let's compare it to Star Blazers. Let's say there was a 37 episode uh, season and then you got two movies and for $69, because I know my tapes that I bought for one season of um, Star Blazers when I bought these was almost $100. Like it was 99, it was, I think it was right at 99. So yeah. yeah, I would definitely buy that for 69 with a book yeah. and everything else. I would gladly do that. Yeah, I mean, 37 if, episodes if you're plus two fan. films. You know, you get the two films and a 64-page book for another, <laughs> essentially, 15 bucks. Yeah, definitely. That's worth it. Okay. All right, Luke's next email is actually about our last episode, and he writes, Quite the urban renewal program those Gamelons have. Hey guys, just wanted to drop you a quick line about the latest episode of Anime Freaks, featuring the devastation of Gamelon and the mysterious fate of Leader Deslock. Exciting stuff. The Gamelon government military, the same thing? Having an array of missiles pointed down at their own people is a bit chilling, especially in a kid's cartoon. I'm not one of those people who assigns mature themes to all anime simply because anime is for grown-ups. Because in the case of Space Battleship Yamato slash Star Blazers, that is not the case. But I do think that the different level of regulations covering children's programming in Japan leads to situations like this. Where you can have a government pointing missiles at their own people and it gets by no problem. That no one at any US BSNP board found this is astounding. That said, mm. these episodes sound like a lot of fun with a lot of action. It will be interesting for me to see how the last two episodes of this first series play out, given that this was the big fight at the end here in these two episodes. It's something of a cliche now for anime and tokusatsu shows to have a the big, the big fight at the end in the second to last episode and then have a big emotional ending for the final episode. But I do not know enough about the shows from this era to know if that was a thing back in the 70s. Spoiler, mm. yes it is. <laughs> Thanks for the fun episode, fellas, and keep the speed lines coming, Luke. P.S. Dr. Bill's Princess Starsha was equal parts awesome and terrifying. <laughs> oh, and I got a uh, and an email from my friend Kurt. We were just going back and forth, and he just threw a line in there. Is, is Dr. Bill working on a Parn impression where he says deedlit all the time? Deedlit. For, for Lotus War. Oh, I'll have I don't know. I I will look at that. I have I need to rewatch. I'm that's next on my rewatch because it's been so long since I watched it the first time. It'll almost yeah. be like I'm seeing it fresh. <laughs> I think I haven't watched it in oh god. I bought my Lotus War tapes the same time I bought my Star Blazers tape. So Oh wow. I had maybe one child then, so that would have been about 19 years ago. Yeah, it's definitely going to be a, a brand new experience for you then, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> Well, I remember the gist, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a whole new world. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no singing. Stop singing. No. Oh, boy. The, the singing comes into every show you're on nowadays. Yes, and or, I infect at least today. I infect the others around me, too. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. Oh, it just takes time. I have all the time in the world. And love all the time in the world. Oh, that was a horrible Louis Armstrong. Oh, I thought that you were trying to do Arnold. <clears throat> no, no, no. Well, that's what it sounded like. It, was, <laughs> it wasn't gravelly. Yeah, yeah no. Nah, see, I just can't do Louis Armstrong at the drop of a hat. Got to puff up my cheeks and start sweating a lot. <laughs> see, I got to work into it. I would have to start with like, hello, Dolly or something first. Well, hello. 
Yeah, see, no. Anyway, this is not a Louis Armstrong (laughs) podcast. Although the rate two true freaks is going, there may be one of those soon. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we could do a long play. Long play Louis Armstrong. There you go. Oh, well, I guess um, we'll hop right into the first episode. We might as well. Yeah. So the the first or the penultimate episode, if you want to get technical about it. Yes. And that one is entitled simply. Well, okay, hold on. Well, it's uh, the American version is just Iskandar. Mm. But the Japanese is Iskandar, a dying planet of love. The love planet. Soon we'll be making another Cosmo DNA. <laughs> Love planet. Soon we'll take your radiation away. Uh. <clears throat> Iskandar. After defeating the Gamelons, the Star Force lands at Iskandar, where Queen Starsha welcomes them. Hello, Star Force. At first, she mistakes Nova for Astra, her sister. But Wildstar says that Astra did not survive her trip to Earth. Well, probably not, because she died on Mars! Oh. He adds that Earth owes both Astra and Starsha a great debt for their help, and thanks for having your names so closely uh, sound alike. So, anyway, guess your parents had no imagination. As the Cosmo DNA is loaded onto the Argo, Starsha mentions that she has been taking care of a wounded Earthling, huh, who is now ready to travel, and she wants to send him back to Earth. The Earthling turns out to be Derek Wildstar's older brother, Alex! And upon seeing his brother actually alive, craps his pants. No. Derek breaks down and embraces him. And doesn't think he could be some type of pod person and shoots him in the head like I would. Anyway. Meanwhile, Assistant Engineer Sparks kidnaps Nova and leaves with several others to settle on Iskandar. Trouble is, the island Sparks picks could, according to Starsha, be destroyed at any minute. Maybe you should have put up a sign or something? Derek Wildstar tries to reason with Sparks, then warns him of the danger, but Sparks blows off the warning. Immediately after, an earthquake and the resulting tsunami kill everyone on the island except for Nova. Plot point. As the Argo prepares to depart, Starsha, who wants to remain on Iskandar because it's her home, tells Alex she loves him and runs off. At the last minute, Alex runs to Starsha, asking Derek to forgive him. Derek and Nova wave goodbye to Alex and Starsha, and the Argo blasts off for the return voyage to Earth. Earth has 131 days left. Hmm. Hmm. You know, there was a whole lot going on in this episode, and something that the the synopsis doesn't pick up on is Astra is the last living member of her race. Yeah, yeah. Uh, When... When they go to the graveyard, <laughs> um, <laughs> these are the graves of my cats. Because <laughs> all the headstones look like cats from like the like if they were done. It, it looks like if Tim Burton made cat headstones. Yeah, you're right. It's what because it's just like a headstone that comes up kind of like on a not a straight up pyramid. The cut tops it's you know the tops cut off a little bit. There's a round head on top of it, and then there's two pointed triangles coming. It's a cat. It's a stone cat, and there's just fields of stone cat headstones. Yeah, I... just just an entire, and it's like the entire populace because they died of a disease. 
Yeah, this, you know, she said that her and Astra were the only two that were that survived. You know, I guess feline diabetes was rampant yeah. through the entire <laughs> planet and killed all the cats and the people while, while they were at it, too. Mm. Although this does explain why she keeps talking to Deslock so much. She's friggin' lonely. <laughs> telling you, man. <laughs> Deslock's like, oh no, it's Stasha again. Hello, yes, Stasha. Hi, how you doing? Anything new over there? No, no, not much. Just killing the people on the earth, you know, building a new life for me. How's everything over there? Well, I buried another 35,000 people today. Oh, that's great. I, I really gotta go. Bye-bye. Click. <laughs> Change this number immediately. That bitch keeps calling me. <laughs> uh, oh, it's very interesting that they've gone they've gone on this journey and it's lasted 230 days, give or take. Mm-hmm. Every single time she talks to him, this is Starsha of Iskandar. <laughs> no kidding. Well, she's probably saying that no. because she has nobody else to talk to or to tell her who she is. So she has to keep reminding herself, I'm Stasha of Iskandar. I'm Stasha of Iskandar. <laughs> she's going insane. She's on a planet. Although, she, you know, I'm surprised uh, Alex Wildstar didn't like, you know, please take me away. <laughs> she won't leave me alone. She's crazy. She keeps talking about her cats. She's like, yeah, Stasha, the crazy cat lady of Iskandar. There you go. Yeah. That could be our episode title right there. The crazy <laughs> Cat Lady Viscandar. The Crazy Cat Lady Viscandar. <laughs> uh, uh, so, yeah, are we going to approach the uh, uh, the elephant in the room called Alex Wildstar? Well, I I didn't remember the explanation for how he got there. Science! Well, no. Bullshit it... science. How, what, did he fall through a wormhole? No, he was taken prisoner. Was it? Is that what it was? Yeah, his his... Ship crashed on Titan. She she explains all this. His ship oh, okay. crashed on That's, Titan. Uh, I know. Gamelons took him prisoner. They were bringing him all the way back to Gamelon. Screw Pluto base. We're going all the way back to Gamelon. Oh, I guess I must have missed that because I was just uh, I was just kind of like ah. Uh, yeah. So I I couldn't believe. I mean, the whole other plot where the guys just decide they're not going back to Earth and they're gonna start and they're gonna kidnap Nova and start a new life. Yeah, there's what, the, what is there no psychological testing to get in the Star Force? I mean, what is what well, you guys? See, that was so sudden. Where yeah, I mean, it's like out of nowhere. If they had the extended season, well, true. This yeah. this was a subplot. Uh-huh. This was this whole thing with Sparks was a subplot. But even even here in uh in the re- the regular run that they had, Sparks started this mess back in episode fourteen. He started saying, "Oh, what if we can't get back? Or what? You know, what if this isn't going to work? What if Earth is dead? And all this, eleven episodes ago, mm-hmm. but it was only the one time, and you really don't see him much after that, except like in a background player." Who who was who was the guy? Who was the guy that um, contacted Earth? Talked to his mother. That wasn't Sparks. That was a different guy, right? No, that was Homer. Homer, that's right. I thought Homer was the radio guy. He is. I thought Sparks was a radio guy too. No, Spar- he's the oh, I engineer. Know. No, I'm confusing. All right, I'm getting my Sparks confused. Sparks, oh. Sparks was the name of the radio guy on Voyage at the Bottom of the Sea. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> That's what... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, never mind. <laughs> Wrong yeah, show. Yeah, but the, the whole... Now, we know, for a fact, we know there's more than one woman on this ship. 
Yeah, they should have took a couple out of cryostasis. Well, no, there's another redhead. Yeah, that was I mean, there's around. 12 guys, one woman. <laughs> yeah. Are they starting the Smurf village? There's Well, they're either that or they're starting the, you know, we're going to have a, a family tree that's a telephone pole. So, <laughs> going to be having a bunch of, free, you know, a few generations later, the kids are going to be pretty freaky. Yeah, but, I mean, Sparks makes so many bad decisions. I mean, desertion, kidnapping, <laughs> intended rape, bad real estate acumen. <laughs> Research before you buy. Yeah. <laughs> Although, speaking, speaking of real estate, I noticed that the the capital city of Iskandar, which is actually very... Uh, it's named in in Yamato. Let me see if I can find the name. Oh, you mean the one that I called the Candy Crush City? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Where the heck is it? Uh, damn, I can't find the note. <laughs> uh, oh, it. yeah. The capital city of Iskandar is called Mother Town. Okay. But anyway, if you look at the city, it looks like Gamelon architecture because it's got the the jutting. Well, they're a twin planet system. That, I, you know. I really like that because it shows just how alike they are. Yeah, they're they're a, a twin planet. You would think that they would have the same kind of technology and everything. Yeah. Oops. Sorry about not mentioning that whole twin planet thing. But yeah. I, uh, sorry. Oh, and did you notice the drones bringing the pieces of the Cosmo DNA to the Argo? I saw them, but what did I miss something? Well, no, I'm just thinking that's where Amazon got the idea. Oh. <laughs> Flying them in. Man, they were they were pretty that you know, they had a little conveyor thing to just drop it, piece goes in, piece goes in, piece goes yeah. in. Yeah. Yep. It's almost like they repeat the animation over and over again. Uh, yeah, I've never done that before. <laughs> Ever on an ice planet. No, oh. not at my, all. My not... favorite line of the episode, though, was they're there, uh, that same scene, and Dr. Sane is complaining that, oh, we can't, we can't leave before we assemble this thing and test it, and you don't know what's going what's to happen. Avatar tells him, Sandor's as good at his job as you are at yours. <laughs> so, Sandor's a closet drunk. I was going to say, what, does Sandor have to be liquored up? <laughs> so, um, another line I like is, is when they, they um, uh, Starsha mistakes Nova for Astra. And, of course, the guys are like, she looks like you. And then I, I just add the, a, a, after that, you know, dot, dot, dot. If you were a porn star. <laughs> Why, just because her dress is cut down to her navel? <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm, you know, I guess they didn't really have very, um, you know, I'll name this child Starsha. I'll name this child Astra. Uh, I'll name the next child Trishra. I'll name. <laughs> well, in, um, in Yamato 2199, there are three sisters. You know, I, I thought I remembered that. Yeah. I think, I think the third sister's name is something like Vestra. Yeah. Cause don't. Yeah, but wasn't it in the first one? Wasn't there two women in the ship that crashes? I can yeah. I know I've seen three in this yeah, series. I, I or, have, or was it in the Japanese version? You know, I think it was in Japanese. Okay. Again, we're just great hosts. Research? What's that? Research. Bah! No research. 
Nothing like, you know, oh, and she's 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 playing that uh oh oh Alex, oh, oh boo sniff sniff sniff, I have to run off oh. Drama Queen. Yeah, well she's <laughs> she's a queen of everything. She's a queen. <laughs> you know, and you know, of course Alex, you know, anything for a piece of uh mm-hmm. well, well I gotta go. Come on, Derek, you know, gotta leave. <laughs> you know. Hey, you got yours, I got mine. They both look alike. You know, got to be the new Adam and Eve here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that was another great line. Yeah, we could be our own Adam and Eve. And again, your children will be freaks in a few generations. Just saying. Well, no, because uh, Wildstar says that. I guess they're going to be the, the Adam and Eve of Iskandar. <laughs> yeah. And then, then he waits to be, then he looks at Nova and says, well, I guess it's now, now it's our turn. Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting like, her to turn what? to him and say, what? Oh, and when they're leaving, um, I, I think Iskandar kind of looks like, because uh, there's only one continent, and I think they kind of made it look like Japan. Yeah. You know, not real subtle there, I guess. <laughs> you know, and it's amazing. You think something named Diamond Island would be very structurally sound. Not the case on Iskandar. No, it, it kind of shatters real easy. Yeah, for Sparks and his uh, rapey buddies that got wiped out by the tsunami. Then they deserved it. <laughs> it was Conroy that sweeped in, I, I believe. Uh, uh, yeah, Conroy goes out in the rescue helicopter. Yet another thing that we have not seen before. And, and then she, she jumps onto the, like the rope, and he pulls her off the island before. Yeah, she gets the swamped. the single rope. <laughs> so it's a rescue helicopter for one, apparently. <laughs> yep. So I mean, it wasn't. A bad episode. No, I mean it was it was good. It you got you got the Cosmo DNA. You got the whole Starsha thing wrapped up. You wrapped up the subplot of Derek and Alex Wildstar, and you just threw in this wacky thing with twelve deserters that, because of the reduced season, came out of nowhere. Yeah, it almost didn't like if they eliminated the, all those other episodes. Why? Why? keep this in here there was nothing else they could have i don't know i i I guess they needed some action something because outside of that there was really it was just a lot of go here talk to this person plot 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 talk 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 there was no you know there was a lot lot of talking talking heads in this one Mm -hmm. yeah so that's uh that's pretty much it for this one yeah there's really not too much more to say about this so on to episode 26 all right, episode 26 is titled in Star Blazers, The Journey Home. In the original Japanese, it's Earth, Argo Returns. And our synopsis goes as follows. Having obtained the Cosmo DNA from Queen Starsha, the Argo begins the return trip to Earth. The trip is mostly uneventful, but when the Argo initiates one final space warp to bring it into Earth's solar system, it narrowly misses a shot from the Deslock Cannon, a weapon similar to the Argo's wave motion gun. Deslock, you could guess that it was Deslock behind this, right, from the name? Uh, yeah. yeah. And there's Deslock. nothing there's nothing phallic sounding about Deslock Cannon at all. <laughs> or the way it looks. Or the way it, well, never mind. Uh, yeah. What happens to the ship later. <laughs> Deslock orders an immediate warp to follow the Argo, but without time to calibrate, both ships collide. Deslock releases a radioactive sleeping gas that 
then leads a boarding party onto the Argo. Derek Wildstar leads a team to confront Deslock and finally meets the Gamelon leader face to face, but is part but is partly subdued by the gas. Meanwhile, Nova, with Sandor's help, deactivates the Cosmo DNA to neutralize the gas, but the gas overcomes her and she collapses, comatose, and from the way she fell from that seat, probably concussed. <laughs> yeah. Like she didn't snap her neck. Yeah. <clears throat> Deslock retreats, but promises Wildstar that they will see each other again. His ship warps away before the Argo can fire. When Wildstar asks Sandor what cleared the gas so quickly, Sandor tells him what happened to Nova. However, when Nova does not wake up, Wildstar becomes despondent and goes to Captain Avatar. Loses his shit. Yeah. Sorry. He goes to Captain Avatar for advice. Avatar consoles him, commending Nova's bravery and emphasizing the importance of hope. Yeah, talk Which, to the dying guy to get an uplifting... Yeah, okay. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. I've given away too much already. Then he shakes Wildstar's hand one last time. As the Earth comes into view, Wildstar carries a still-unconscious Nova to the bridge. Just then, Deslock fires his cannon at the Argo. With the Argo unable to escape the shot, Sandor activates his latest invention, the Deus Ex Machina device. I mean, a reflector force field based on the Gamelon's reflux gun. The I am rubber, you are glue force field. <laughs> which sends the energy from the cannon back to Deslock's ship. Deslock's flagship is destroyed as his face disappears, engulfed in flames. Means nothing. Nope. <laughs> in his cabin, Captain Avatar holds an old photograph of his wife and son as he views the Earth with his own eyes. Please remove my mask so I may look on you with my own eyes. <laughs> Seeing it, Wildstar, I am your father. I am your father. Now give me some prune juice. <laughs> Seeing it, he is satisfied and dies. Dr. Sane finds him dead and is at first shocked, but quickly snaps to a salute. As Dr. Sane comes down to the main bridge to deliver the news, Nova begins to stir, and Wildstar takes her in his arms and dances with her on the bridge. The Star Force returns to Earth in the year 2200, with just over a month to spare. Interesting to note that it took him 100 days to get back. And, uh, well, they didn't have to fight everybody the whole way either. Yeah, but Des Deslock just kind of followed him until... <laughs> he had to build that cannon. Uh, true. Which was on... They don't explain this in Star Blazers, but in Yamato, that that was on... He was on his ship. Yeah, he was on his... That was, was, the, that was the big major p tower, or I guess you could say stalactite or stalagmite. I can never remember which one hangs down, which one points up. Stalactite, because they have to hold on tight or they fall. Gotcha. Okay. So, that... <laughs> <laughs> that was his ship. So they were building... A, so, so again, he had the cannon pointed down at the people the whole time, mm. ready to rain down death upon his people. What a dork. Deslock cannon. Like I said, not phallic sounding at all. No. Behold my Deslock cannon. Leader Deslock, please zip up your fly. Oh. Well, that's why none of the, the crewmen have pupils or anything. The, the sight of it has burned out their, their eyes. Oh, flipping big mouth venture. <laughs> no gamelons. Boy, this is good. Shut up. Shut oh, yeah. up. Shut that, up. You idiots. <laughs> you and your big stinking mouth. Because... 
I had forgot that they warped out before the shot hit them because that's what he's like got his yeah, head cans kicked. Yeah, it sure is nice with no gamelons attacking us. You know? <laughs> Let's do this warp. And, you, and it's like sh- the, the, the blast shoots right through where they were just just sitting. Yeah, and my my note was Nova, do your damn job. Yeah, but then I, then I realized, oh, her job is being a nurse today. So obviously, no yeah. one is watching the radar. Well, she doesn't need to be radar because operator because they're just they're on a nice little leisurely cruise back back to uh, the Earth. Yeah, it's real leisurely. Wildstar yeah. even reclines his chair on the bridge. Yeah, I was looking at that like, when did they put recliners in? And then uh, that's like. The only battle that counts is the last one, Star Force. Yada, yada, yada. You keep saying the same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, don't, don't you have some Comet Empire to run to? Oh, oh. so give it away, season two. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting because uh, apparently they never intended a sequel or anything. So mm. they that's why they gave Deslock a, a nice dramatic death here and the surprising thing is that they managed to keep it in star blazers with the flames on his face and everything yeah hmm. yeah and my my original note was nova's pulling a spock here but then i realized no 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 spock was pulling a nova oh yeah 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 she she well what what made made her fall? Was there some type of feed wasn't there like a feedback like electricity or something? No and like what or was well the gas was creeping up on the thing. Right. So she got so hit. I guess she got oh oh she got overcome by the gas and the resulting energy clearing the gas and it kind of knocked her out and she did right. that wonderful Greg Luganus swan dive off of the uh off of the uh thing and just cracked her skull on the freaking ground. Yeah. Now in Yamato and this is a, and I agree with the the reviewer on Cosmo DNA. Uh apparently in Yamato that was not sleeping gas. That was actual poison gas. So, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, But Nova was dead. Oh. Stone dead. And that's why you see the fade out when Avatar dies, they transition his face onto Nova's. Mm. Basically trying to tell you, well, his spirit revived her. Really? Or it could be an ultra-human. So you're situation. telling me Wildstar this whole time is walking around with a dead chick? Yeah. Oh, my God. Which you makes know, it really, really creepy. Now it's even creepier. Well, I was bitching about, like, okay, well, okay, now that she's dead, I guess that makes more sense. Because my big sticking point was, hey, she fell and hit her head. Don't you think if you're walking around with her or she's trying to recover, you might want to support her freaking neck? Yeah, that's, I'm looking at it like <laughs> because, she's just flopping around. Because he's holding her and, and her head's like way back. I'm like, dude, dude, she just had a head trauma how about a little support for head you know and he's just like walking onto the bridge within her arms are all limp and she's like a rag doll she's completely limp and it's just like well that, well, that can't be good for her recovery oh well, no she, she was dead okay i get it yeah yeah it, it the way he's walking around with her it's creepy but it makes more sense when she's dead rather than oh she's comatose yeah it does make more sense because it yeah because yeah hmm but and, still, it's kind of it. It's kind of far fetched that she. Well, okay, come on. Yeah, uh, yeah, I know with the rest of the show. <laughs> like, like my wife would say, it's not real. Yeah, that's <laughs> so what she's called. Be like, well, you can't do that because <laughs> she's like, it's not real. Let it go. <laughs> Shut up. 
But really, there there wasn't a whole lot in this episode that they changed. They took out some explicit Sandor blows a Gamelon away and, and all this. But for the most part, it's more or less unchanged from the original. Uh, except for one thing. And oh, that's, yeah, he does blow that guy away. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and the end credits, apparently, if you scroll all the way down to the bottom of that page, you see that originally they were... They did an end credits thing where the radioactive Earth faded back into the blue and green Earth, mm. showing you that, oh, the Cosmo DNA actually worked. How'd they get all the water to come back? I, well, it's Cosmo DNA. It just can create stuff. I know. Right? Science. Yeah, yeah. Let it go, Bill. <laughs> because anime. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, but scientifically, you know... If all the oceans are basically boiled away, there's no water on the surface, there should either be some type of massive cloud. I mean, I guess if there was like the entire planet was gray because the oceans had been turned into steam mm-hmm. or, or vapor, I guess it yeah. could, could recoalesce back down, but then I, you wouldn't it, be able to see the planet. But, well, the thing is, if you look at the red Earth got, throughout the got, whole series, it has clouds. Yeah, but not... But no more than it normally does. No, no more than it normally does. Yeah. Maybe they, you know, perk, maybe the groundwater perk. Well, like in Star Trek V, when the probe was uh, talking down to the oceans and it was creating all that cloud cover when it was covering the Earth. Remember? Right. That's mm-hmm. what the planet should have looked like if there was no oceans. All right, all right never mind. I'll let it go. <laughs> <laughs> let it go. Let it go. Crack that whip, Leader Deslock. Oh, yeah. I... Well, whap. He, he is pissed well his entire society has been destroyed Peter Deslock, your uh, shoes did not come back from the cleaners whap <laughs> I, don't remember, I don't remember what that guy says but it's like, it's like he just whips that guy right on the bridge it, no that was when they they said oh well we can warp after him but it'd take a few minutes to calculate no oh. no damn it <laughs> <laughs> damn man that hurt <laughs> you're mean okay so <laughs> I was in the Navy. I know. I've mentioned this before. And even in, oh, I don't know. Okay, this is even more towards my point. I didn't even think of this until now. Well, though, maybe in a World War II battleship, they wouldn't have had this. But I know on my ship, you could control the air in the ship. You could vent and feed air through fans and different things. They are on a flipping spaceship. You're telling me they don't have a system that can purge gas? Yeah, or at least, you know, close the... the or compartmentalize the, the ship yeah. so it doesn't spread. I was just like, yeah, come on, guys. But then you also have Deslock with the line that says, we can't breathe this air. Yeah. Since when? Well, but I mean... The, well, the Gamelon uh, pilot they captured... Brit- oh, no, that's true, that's true. Hmm. hmm. That's true. Well, know. maybe it's... Well, yeah, yeah. You got me there. Yeah, it's... It, this is the the info dump at the end kind of thing. It's just, you know, we got to wrap up all these these dangling plot threads. And in order to kill Deslock, he has to be off the ship. But we want to have this dramatic face-to-face with Wildstar on the ship. So right. it's, it's way too contrived. I know it sounds like we're tearing it up, but, you know, it's just that now looking at it with a critical eye years later, you're kind of like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's It's a good wrap-up. To the series, I mean, the death of Avatar is really well done. The the music throughout this is holy crap. 
mm-hmm. you know, uh, was it Scarlet Scarf or whatever the the oh yeah the name of the track is? Is wow, <laughs> it's just it it really gets you. They use it a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I just looked at the photo for this ad. Oh. <laughs> and you do those so quick. It, I have a template. It's easy. <laughs> Where did you get the picture? From the Cosmo DNA site. Oh, okay. All right. That, that's, that is awesome. But if you look at the... And they even have little eyes in those little tombstones. It's like, yeah. it's like, like the cat's winking at you. Wink. <laughs> she killed all of us. <laughs> Help. Help us. Oh, yeah. And you can see the city in the background looks just like Deathlock ship sticking out of the ground. Mm-hmm. And this would be a stalagmite. Yes, yes, very good. <laughs> but I mean, even uh, what what gets me though, and this this gets the guy, the one reviewer on the Cosmo DNA site too, is you look at Avatar, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why I kind of sounded weird when I said wife, because the wife looks younger than his son in the picture. Yeah, I mean, I always uh... thought that was his daughter or his daughter-in-law. But it, that would make more sense. That can't be his wife. Yeah, no, it, no way. I mean, that's, I mean, that that's that's way beyond May December. That's January December. Uh yeah. So if by the Japanese version, Avatar's spirit inhabits Nova. Oh, isn't that a little creepy for you know Wildstar? You know, gonna wake up in the morning ne- <laughs> next to Nova, and she, you know she's got that morning voice, and she's like. Wow! Star, ah, ah, Captain Avatar. What, what the hell? <laughs> My God! Have you ever seen the anime called Van Dread? Mm, no. Okay. Uh, it just came on Hulu a little while ago, and I need to watch it again. But I, they apparently had a second season. I thought it only had one season. But the the basic premise is this: at some point in the far, far future, men and women split up the men all go to this planet over here the women all go to that planet over there and they develop their own cultures etc well and you talk about phallic i mean the the way the 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 men have these like mech suits that they use to fight the women each have these individual starships well during the series a group of men is captured by these pirate women and it turns out that if the the male's mech suit docks with the female's ship, it turns into something new. Okay. Oh, but, okay. But the, the, the point, yes, I actually have a point, people. The point of this is, at one point, it's revealed that one of the pirate crew is actually a surgically altered man who was put there as a spy. And he wears this choker that makes him sound like he has a female voice. Well, at one point he turns it off, and it's this gorgeous woman with the deep male voice coming out of her mouth. <laughs> so I'm I'm picturing that with Nova now. <laughs> Nova, do you take this man? I do. <laughs> Let's toast with prune juice. Wild star. <laughs> ah! Oh, that's going to make the, the second series so creepy if we Ooh. have to remember this. Ooh. It's that time of the month, Wildstar. <laughs> oh, I'm not God. feeling very fresh today. <laughs> <laughs> Something terrible. 
mine oh. and the other nurses' cycles are all linked up. Oh, it's going to be horrible at the, the the hospital today. Oh my god! Why don't you ever do anything around the house? I'm tired of cleaning all the time. Someone has to dub all of Nova's dialogue in the second season. <laughs> we should have a. We should, we should have. That'll be. Uh, we'll have to do that in season two. Maybe we'll just pick out a bunch of lines that Nova says in it, and we'll read them as uh, Captain uh, Captain Wildstar as Captain Avatar. <laughs> but I love you, Derek. Don't leave me. <laughs> oh God. Oh, well, I guess that's one way to send out Star Blazers. Yeah, (laughs) it's a really, really creepy way, but it's a way. So, I mean, um, do we have any? I hadn't really thought about final thoughts for the entire season. For for the uh, for um, other than I've enjoyed it. Uh, Oh, we've we've picked fun at it, but that's what we do with pretty much any property that we've you know. On the Two True Freaks Network, or just most podcasts do in general. Well, I mean, the thing is that this is stuff that you and I both grew up with. Mm -hmm. And it's so ingrained. What I really loved about doing this is going back and revisiting all these episodes. I I have them all. They're sitting on DVDs in my living room. Oh, yeah, yeah. But But you haven't watched them, have you? No, I I haven't. This is this is a great. Got three hundred dollars worth of videotapes. <laughs> I haven't watched in almost eighteen years. So don't say it too loud. The wife <laughs> might be listening. <laughs> but I I really enjoyed going back and watching this, and it started out. And I've no. And this has also happened with uh, Deep Space Nine as I've been rewatching that. Kira now she used to leave the room. Now she she comes in and she oh you're you're talking about your daughter I thought I, you were saying, yeah, you're talking I, about Kira from Deep Space Nine I'm like what no oh, wait, oh, never mind my daughter yeah. Kira yeah it's like Dana visitors your daughter how old are you no oh. <laughs> sorry well you see there was this time warp and <laughs> I'm really Captain Avatar yeah. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and she now really enjoys watching this stuff. So it's been nice for me to revisit, but also introduce it to her to the point where today, as I was watching these two episodes, she's sitting there singing the theme song. (laughs) I mean, that's just great because that was pretty much that age when I really started to get into this show. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see what, you know, what comes out of this. Uh, She might be a little uh, scared or, I don't know, because she, she's a good kid. Uh, but she might be a little scared with Record of Lotus War, just because it does have a lot more death in it. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't let her watch Akira. No, 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 yeah. no, no. Oh, and uh, I did find that Akira, in fact, I believe it's the Blu-ray uh, transfer, is on YouTube. Mm. Oh. So if anyone's interested, like we've been posting the, the episodes of Star Blazers as we've been doing it. We can do that with Akira, and we're definitely going to do it with Lotus War as well. So if anyone doesn't happen to have the DVD or anything, they you can still watch along with us. Cool. But you know, I I really enjoyed this. I mean, this is this was started on a a joke. Yeah. And it just it it's become such a great thing. And I'm sorry to see Star Blazers go, but I'm I'm happy to be moving on to other things because again. 
Spectre of Lotus War, Akira. I haven't watched these in decades. I think I've seen Akira more recently than I've seen. I know I've seen that more recently than I've seen Record of Lotus War. See, I'm the reverse. But I saw Akira before I saw Record of Lotus War, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Because mm. I didn't see Record of Lotus War like the first time it came out. I later got the videotapes uh, like after. So, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be fun. Yeah. And uh, I, I, you know, I think there might have been one. I know I have not seen all of season three of Star Blazers. And I know there's a couple episodes in season two that I've never seen. Yeah, uh, I know I haven't seen all of season two. I don't even think I saw an episode of season three yet. I didn't see one because it wasn't really, if I remember correctly, it wasn't televised that widespread in the States like Series mm-hmm. 1 and 2 was. And I think I've only watched some, a couple episodes off the first tape. Mm. So, yep. That's, uh, oh, we're going to be leaving the Star Force. Well, they got stuff to do. They yeah. got to get Earth back up and running. They have to you know, help create a, a brand new Earth Defense Force that will then ignore them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> then they'll build ships with two wave motion guns in the front of them. Why? Because we can. <laughs> because we're humans. And they won't work worth a damn. Oh, sorry. Playing, playing. We're, you know, zip. Yep. Yeah, of course, we don't know when we're going to get to season two, but I no. just remember that first opening episode very well because I think I, that's one I have seen numerous times. And it's that whole, uh, they almost get run over by the uh, the new flagship of the fleet, the Andromeda. And, oh, yeah. Uh, as it's coming into, like, Earth orbit, and then, like, the Star Force is pretty much, they're like a bunch of has-beens. They've all split. Like, the first episode is getting the band back together, is, like, literally, because they're all on disparate, separate, you know, careers and this and that. And, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's basically Ghostbusters 2. Where, okay, Venkman's off doing this. Right. Yeah. And they all get get together and meet it. Like, it's like their reunion, and they meet at Captain Avatar's monument and drink spring water. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then, dun-dun-dun, a new threat emerges. But that is going to be for a later time. Yes, much, much later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows? Well, we might get back to it. Cause, yeah, because, I mean, well, as we've talked, uh, next is... Uh, Akira, then Lotus War, and I don't. We don't really have anything after that. I I know. No. Uh, well, we'll probably do another movie. I would imagine. A, right. Uh, we'll, yeah, we'll do another another movie, and then we'll at, when we get towards the end of Lotus War, I'll put another poll up on the Facebook group and see see how it goes. You yeah. know what people want us to cover next. Well, yeah, maybe we should do a um, uh, yeah, do a poll for a movie and for a show, like two separate polls. You think? Yeah, yeah, that'll work. So, yeah. of course, that that might end up with us getting another Ninja Scroll, but you never know. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, there's now. Nah, well, I'll just be quiet. I, <laughs> I was gonna say, uh, yeah, don't don't do it. I can't even remember the name. I know the name. It's right on the tip of my tongue. Don't say it, even if you remember it. Don't say it. Why? Because then people are like, oh, you got to pull, you got to do that. Yeah, and no, I'm not doing that. But I can't remember that. No, I honestly cannot remember the name. This is really bugging me. I'll, I'll like, <laughs> wake up screaming in the middle of the night. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, okay, I just remembered what it was. Legend of the something-something. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, I told you what, about that one. That's yeah. the one where the guy put it on and uh-huh. the whole... Group <laughs> looked at him. Group of Navy guys were all sitting there going, "What in the hell are you? What is this?" 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't think we're going to cover that. That's a little too adult. Uh, yeah. It's if I'm going to have trouble watching Akira <laughs> trying to yeah. get, you know, maybe I'll have a special back. guest for that one. Like maybe I'll get Chris Honeywell to watch it. And <laughs> Oh, he'd enjoy that. Oh, he'd be like, Oh my God. Oh, and, and, and then when this happened and that happened or, 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 or uh, hero, the hair metal hero. Yeah. <laughs> him and his Ninja Scrolls snake vagina. Jeez. Where'd that snake come from? Oh my god! <laughs> well, and then on that note... That's a great place to go out, isn't it? Yes, uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Like the dust that settles all around me Visit our website at twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is always spelled T-W-O-T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S. You can email Two True Freaks directly at twotruefreaks at gmail.com. Two True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes, and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish, or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from, there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening, and join us every Monday for new episodes of Two True Freaks. Two True Freaks.